Oh my gosh, hi. It's me, Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture because, well, it's the kind that we're more right about than anyone else. To this end, Troubled Waters will pit a pair of comedians against one another in a pop culture battle to the ego death. To win this battle, each guest will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, the great comebacks they thought of just one second too late to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Pundit Emeritus. That'll automatically give their opinion on the number of directors who've maybe made too big a deal about Margot Robbie's feet feel a little bit more real than a civilian's. You are listening to Troubled Waters. Let us meet our guests. Our first contestant is a co-host of The Flophouse, which is currently celebrating its 400th episode. And he spent a decade writing on The Daily Show. It's Dan McCoy. Hello, Dan McCoy. Hello. Are you? This is an accusation you're leveling against Greta Gerwig right now, that she's uh, she's got a Quentin Tarantino-like obsession? <laughs> I'm not saying she is, but I'm also not saying that that's not true. I don't know. Could be. I can't know. I, who knows? It could be. But how are you? I am I am well. Thank you for having me on the show. Despite being in the hottest Good. room in my house, I am doing very oh, well. Oh boy. Oh boy. All right. Well, we're going to this is going to be breezy and fun. So much so <laughs> that it will uh, it'll create a cooling draft. Uh thank you for being here, Dan McCoy. Our second contestant has a few podcasts that you can check out. Silver and Sensational and No Two Gays About It and Podcast of the Rings. It's our pal, Jessica Lynn Verdi. Hello. Thank you so much for having me back. Thank you so Hello. much for being here. It's really cool in my room. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> just bragging. It's lovely. It's just lovely. Real Where brag. are you, Jessica? I'm in uh, my office, which apparently we just learned has exposed asbestos, which is really awesome. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> There's so many things wrong with my life right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, I mean, you know, listen, it's, you know, apartments are like that. There are trade-offs. That's sometimes, right. Sometimes That's you right. have a cool room and it... Yeah, kills you. Yeah, right. um, Which I, feel, I feel good about that. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Every apartment has a tragic flaw. Uh, okay, you have now met our players. This is a very special episode of Troubled Waters. We are become plastic destroyer of worlds. We are celebrating the union of two movies that the internet has decided are a perfect double feature just because they both come out on the same day. This is our Barbenheimer episode. We've asked our guests to pick which movie they would like to play on behalf of. So let us hear what they have decided and why. Is it is it Barbie? Is it Oppenheimer? Dan, what you got? Uh, I will be playing for Barbie. Uh, yeah. My my wife Audrey is actually going to have a Barbie birthday party with. Uh, we're going to go <laughs> see it with a bunch of friends. And just yesterday, we were at the Primark in downtown Brooklyn, looking at the Barbie clothing line to see. Whether wow. she had anything she wanted to get, she was very disappointed that most of it was for children. But uh, I yeah. think she did buy a few things. Incredible. Incredible that that's where we've come. Like, this Barbie clothing is for children. How <laughs> Real dare. Anger. Oh. Yeah. Oh, dare. <laughs> oh, I've heard of such a thing. Okay, Barbie. So are you going to see Barbie opening weekend? Uh, I think so. I think, yes, we are. Okay. Are you going to do the, the Barbie Oppenheimer double feature that everyone's not? to be? On the same day, I will certainly have okay, eventually good. seen Oppenheimer. Good, good, good. 
Good. We got to value our time. Uh, Barbie, it is. Uh, Jessica, I mean, that leaves one choice for you, but wow. uh, but I want it to feel like an active choice for you. I don't okay, want... yeah, yeah, wait, hold on. Let okay. me get ready for that. So, yeah, yeah think on. about it and then let me know. <sighs> it's going to be Barbie or Oppenheimer? You know, I was going to say Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> well, actually, a little small anecdote. I wrote a letter to Mattel years and years ago when I was a little pain in the ass saying that yeah. they should make Barbie's feet flat because I can't get the damn flats on her feet. Wow. And I know. I was I was ahead of my time. Yeah, you're uh, way so, ahead of your time. So I'm gonna be Oppenheimer just because I want a nuclear. I can't say that. I can't <laughs> want a nuclear. Bomb. <laughs> you can. No. Well, well, I was gonna say nuclear bomb Barbie, but I feel like that's a war threat or something like that. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna I mean, I'm gonna walk it violent. back. Yeah. But I I also want to give Dan like you know I want to dash. It, he can like Barbies. It's fine. That's he doesn't have right. to hide behind his wife's facade and say it's her <laughs> birthday party and it's his. You know. Yeah. I'm a big, I'm a, the bigger person here. I mean, I okay, do I have my that. lavender polo shirt and pink shorts uh, picked out to wear with her to the party. So <laughs> let, let it, let it be. Do yourself, man. Be. Be, like, be true. Be yourself. true. Be and you. your school. <laughs> and to your school. All right. Uh, Dan, you're playing for Barbie. Jessica, you're playing for Opera Oppenheimer. Those are your buzz in words. I'm already having trouble with Oppenheimer, okay. but. Keep them at the ready as we move forward. They are your buzzing words. Let us start the show with a round from the Oppenheimer side of things, a round called Fallout or Into Out. <laughs> Everyone's favorite nuclear catastrophe-themed emo band, that's Fallout Boy, have released a cover of Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire, but they have wow. updated it to cover events <laughs> from 1989 when the song was originally released to now. Now, this is a thing that I started hearing about on the internet, and I just assumed that it was a joke because it was like things that people like to talk about on the internet, like fallout boy and we didn't start mm -hmm. the fire. And the mm -hmm. idea of like doing a new, we didn't start the fire. I literally like two days ago realized, Oh no, this is an actual thing that happened. This is a real thing that happened. Like the actual fallout boy did actually do what I have just described. They they're memeing themselves. They're memeing point. themselves. They're cutting out the memo man and they're doing it <laughs> themselves. <laughs> I personally am disgusted, but we here at Troubled sure. Waters obviously are thrilled about it because we've used rewriting that song as a comedy premise several times in a row. Now Fall Out Boy, taking that premise and just used it, just like they stole their name from The Simpsons. Uh, but they seem to have done it with absolute sincerity. I have not listened to it yet, and I'm not going to because I value my time. <laughs> um, in this round, I'm going to read you lyrics. Or I'm actually going to sing you some lyrics because I feel like it. Uh, you will buzz in and tell me whether they are actual, genuine lyrics from the Fallout Boy cover version of We Didn't Start the Fire or whether they're lyrics we just made up in 10 seconds because we've been alive in the Did genuine cover with now. them? I'm confused. They should have. Okay. They should okay. have. <laughs> genuine should have. Oh, man. P please don't remake Pony, Fallout Boy. Uh, just don't. I mean, you'll want to, but fucking don't. Don't. Okay, here we go. All right, number one. <clears throat> Captain Planet, Arab Spring, L.A. Riots, Rodney King. Barbie. And, up, up, oh, up. well, you made a know, buzz I, in I, sound, Jessica, thing, which is not the same thing. But you said Oppenheimer was hard to say, so I... No, please. Well, but you, you know, have I'm to try. I'm going to be the bigger woman, okay. and I'm oh. going to give Barbie... The go okay. on this. All right. Listen, you're doing a lot of virtue signaling. So <laughs> That's what podcasting is about. Mm -hmm. That's what, yeah. Deep down. Okay. So, sure. Dan? Uh, I believe that these are the first lyrics of the Fallout Boy thing, if I remember watching it. Okay. 
It is true. It is from Fallout Boy. Those are the first lyrics. They start I with think Captain that they start Planet. With Captain Planet. I watched this with no. uh, some friends um, just this weekend to get angry about it. And uh, yeah, wow. Captain Planet. I think is right up top. <laughs> So wait, you did watched it? There's a video. Him, yes. I was gonna say, did someone tell him that this is gonna be a category and gave him the the edge? Because now I'm upset. Oh no! Yeah, Watch wow. out your own volition. Uh, you know, w- when your profession is to watch things that are bad, <laughs> ah. you just get you. It becomes a habit. <laughs> like I do oh. it on my own time now. Yeah, but obviously there are so many events and so many lyrics and so many spots for lyrics in this. Godforsaken song. You couldn't possibly retain them all. Let's see. Number two, whether it's real or fake. <clears throat> Keaton, Batman, Bush v. Gore. I can't take it anymore. Uh, Oppenheimer. Yes, Oppenheimer, Jessica. It is no. These are not real lyrics. Unfortunately, they are real Fuck. lyrics. That is from the real song. Keaton, I'm Batman, upset. Bush v. Gore. How are these things comparable to one another? Oh, Wait, so 19, when is this, when is the the year it's supposed to be relative to? Well, the original came out in 89. I misunderstood your setup. I thought he was, okay, I understand. They've updated it for today. Well, from, for, yeah, events from the original that release point, of the song in 1989 to today. I understand. Just That's as the why. original was like, whatever, the Big Bang <laughs> until 1989. Great, great. Uh, okay. Number three. Adele in Vegas, Bird Flew, Austin Powers, one and two. Oppenheimer. Yes, Jessica. I was going to say no, and I'm going to be eventually right. No. Yeah, you are doing the right thing and saying no to Fall Out Boy over and over again. And that time, it was correct. Those are not real. Those are not right. real. I, I, so I have to jump back. I yep. like the idea that the original one was the Big Bang to, to, to you know, 80 yeah. whatever. Because yeah. <laughs> just now I'm imagining yeah. it's literally, Billy Joel being yeah. like, Stegosaurus, <laughs> yeah. Ice, Absolutely. All human yeah. evolution until, uh, you know, whatever. Jesus uh, was a big children deal. Children of thalidomide or whatever the fuck he says <laughs> in that song. Okay. Uh, number four. Trump gets impeached twice. Polar bears got no ice. Uh, Barbie. Oppenheimer. You, Jessica. No. Yes. Yes. Wait, yes. Literally our song? <laughs> literally, that's, that's in, in the, the song. Thing. I hate, I hate. Yeah, Can no, I just I disqualify myself because I don't want to hear anymore? Yeah, no, I, I, I would really love to stop doing this, but we can't. We can't do it. We can't do it. This is the show. This is what we have signed Jesus. up for. Jesus. Yeah. Uh. Okay, next one. Daniel Craig, James Bond, fake news, butt rail bombs. Oppenheimer. That's how we go. Yeah, Jessica? No. That is no. That is correct. In that it's, it's working incorrect. for me. Working for me. It about half of the time it is. Yeah. Uh okay. <clears throat> Lady Gaga MAGA hats. Did coronavirus come from bats? Barbie. Yes, Dan. Those are in, in the song. Those are yes. not in the song. Those are not. In the song. They're not? Those are not oh. in the song. No, those Get are not. Uh, that wow. is no. That is not. That's not real. That's not real. But I mean, God, it's such a fine line. Uh, okay. Mars rover avatar self-driving electric cars. Barbie. Oh. Yeah, Dan. I'm going to say yes to that one. Yes, those are real. Yes, those are real. Um, I'm really yes, happy for you. Thank real. you. Right. Wow. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, next. Unabomber Bobbit John bombing Boston Marathon. <laughs> Barbie. Oh. Yeah, Dan. I think those are real. 
Those are real. Those That's are real. Upsetting. It's very upsetting. It's very upsetting. It's two bombers in three lines. Which but I also Bobbit, comma John, like Bobbit John, like it's in a card catalog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, Bobbit John, and it 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 implies that he bombed the Boston Marathon. Which I don't think is true. I don't think it's they're true. liable for that now. I think. Actually. Yeah, I think so. I think so. John Bobbit. Mm. Thank God somebody's talking about John Bobbitt. <laughs> Summer fucking 2023. All right. Number nine. A Bug's Life, Ants and Shrek, Sub, Saints and Titanic, Wreck. Oh, yeah. Barbie. No way. No, Oppenheimer. No way. Oppenheimer. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. no, that's, that's, no. Yeah, that's, that's. I'm sorry. You know what? I didn't let you finish it. You looked so excited to say that. No, I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. That was, that was, <laughs> no, I was, that's a face I was making to get I was through. trying to help you. That's... Yeah. No, I appreciate it. Okay. Next, Megan Markle, George Floyd, Burj Khalifa, Metroid, Barbie, uh, Oppenheimer. Oh, no! I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it by a doll hair. Uh, yes, this is in. I remember Metroid being in there. Metroid, Metroid. I think it's actually more offensive that they invoke George Floyd's name. In order yeah. to rhyme it with met, I was, I was just gonna say no because they shouldn't have. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, and there's with Meghan Markle right next to it. Yeah, uh, Burj Khalifa, just that, <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's a building. Yeah, and Metroid. Look, it had the correct number of syllables, and that's all they needed. Metroid. Is that, I mean, is that what you're basing your asteroids? Apparently, I mean, there's, been asteroids. there's been showers of asteroids. I think that's Certainly. how they wrote it it's just a list of stuff i mean like that was like i don't know as people have what, pointed what, out like, at least billy joel went chronologically this is just <laughs> yeah here's stuff this we remember a, yeah this is just a stew it, it, and they could have gone megan michael george floyd uh bruce willis blows up an asteroid <laughs> or whatever, there if they're gonna do that just name a building <laughs> metroid yeah that this yeah this song earns a goddamn Fooey from me. All right. <laughs> Next. AI Parks and Rec, Jeffrey Epstein's Yacht Deck. Oppenheimer. Mm hmm. No. No is correct. Thank no God. is correct. They have a line, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, I bet they were on that fucking yacht. That's why they didn't say anything about <laughs> it. Yeah. We got to check those. We got to check those. That, those. You're liable now. Mana yeah. fests or whatever they're called. All right, next one. Betty White, Jack Black, Fallout Boy, come back. Oh, no, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer? It's not there. Not there. Because they never yeah. thought they left. That's true. <laughs> they think they're still relevant. Yeah, don't call it a comeback. We're Fallout Boy. We've been here for years. Jenny Woint. <laughs> Betty White and Jack Black, you know, right together would have been a nice lyrical little, you know, thing, but they but didn't do it. No, they did. It would have been. Okay. It's clever, though. I can see where you're. I, where you're yeah. coming from. Yeah, they had us in the first half. Yeah, us in the first half. Okay. Netflix, Disney Plus, One Percenters, them and us. Barbie. Yes, Dan. I'm gonna say no. Well, you are correct to say no. Uh, they should have said it a long time ago, but they didn't. <laughs> uh, that those were fake lyrics. And at the end of that round, oh my god, we got a tie, five points apiece wow. for Barbie. 
and Oppenheimer. I know this is not how you do things, but I do feel like I should lose points for every time I was wrong. But well, that's not how we do things. I know, and I, <laughs> appreci- I appreciate things. that. Yeah, but- <laughs> we try to be more generous than that. <laughs> it's very nice because it's all about trying. It's all about making the effort. You don't lose uh-huh. anything by making an effort. Well, I mean, you do, but yeah, you know, I, I sure did. My my yeah. emotions, yeah, yeah. Are okay. All over the but place. listen, you're you're in a tie for first place, and so <laughs> and, and and so is Killian Murphy in his. Sad haunted eyes. Yes. Uh, Good thing Christopher Nolan likes him. Mm, Yeah. It is now time for a round we are calling Name That Barbie. Now, it is absolutely impossible to answer the question of how many different Barbie dolls have been released. There have been over 150 variants, uh, including an actual George Washington Barbie released in 1996. Uh, But that's too few for us. So we've decided to make some Barbies of our own. you got to guess what they're called. Our Barbies are all wordplay based. They're very dumb. So if I asked uh, what Barbie is a meal cooked in the open air on a sort of grill, the answer would be a barbecue. Yeah? Sounds like Uh, it's wordplay. It's wordplay. It's punnery. Uh, And that is the least stupid one uh, that you will hear going forward. Uh, Keep your buzzing words ready. Number one, what Barbie starred in the movie Funny Girl and sang, you don't bring me flowers? Barbie. Yes. Barbie Streisand. Barbie Rustreisand. Barbie Rustreisand. Okay, that's is how we're doing it. Yeah. Barbie is sort of a nickname for Barbara, so that was tricky, but whatever. We're going to shake it off and go forward. Uh, What Barbie is a 1996 movie that was meant to be Pamela Anderson's breakout film role? Uh, Barbie. Yes. Barbie Wire. Barbie Wire (gasps) is correct. You get it now. What Barbie is for people, traditionally men with mustaches, singing close harmony songs? Uh, Sometimes wearing stripy jackets. Yes, Jessica. Wait. um, A Barbie shop quartet? That's correct. I love how hard you had to work to get that. It was very hard. I I was like, (laughs) points for working so hard, but you just get the one. Yeah. Okay. What Barbie was a 1968 sci-fi film starring Jane Fonda in the title role as a space traveler and representative of the Our United Earth Government. <laughs> you know what you waited? You waited to l- yeah. let me get it all out. So I'm going to give it to you, That's Jessica. very nice of you. Thank you. It is nice of Barbie-ella. <laughs> Barbie-rella. 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 is good, too. Sure. I just watched the sex piano scene for no wow. reason. There's always a reason. Because, I mean, it's, it's, it's the most hot. memorable yeah. scene. Yeah, there's something about it. <laughs> yeah. It's a memorable the fact scene. He really wants to make her orgasm. She really can't. I don't know. It's a lot of things about yeah. that scene. Moving on. Moving mm. on. <laughs> what Barbie was, according to the New Testament, a criminal chosen by the crowd to be pardoned over Jesus Christ by Pontius Pilate. Barbie. Yes, Dan. Barbie Rabbis. Yeah, so we went to Sunday school growing up. (laughs) I I do think Dan's at a disadvantage because also his buzzing word is Barbie. So, like, I'm really proud of you. Yeah. Just so you know. That's another virtue that I've signaled. (laughs) That's why I I walked in hoping. I hoped that the other competitor would be proud of me. (laughs) God damn it. You got it. Finally. What Barbie was an Australian horror film about a tall, pale character in a top hat with spindly fingers who springs from the pages of a children's book and has become an unlikely queer icon. Barbie. Dan? Barbie Duke. The Barbie Duke is correct. Okay, at the end of that round, Dan has pulled out into the lead with nine points. However, Jessica, and therefore Oppenheimer, have seven. We're going to take a little break. 
Yeah, what? No, I was just like to get extra points for thinking about my own pun when you're talking about the elephant and Barbie <laughs> era. Just can I get Bar- 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 Barbara, right? Isn't there an elephant? Never mind. You can just go right to yeah, that. Yeah, I, I don't right? know what you're saying at all. No one Jessica, does. You're not making sense. You need to no. make sense. Stroking out over here. Babar? I don't understand. Babar! Barbar? Barbie bar. Uh, animated by Hannah Barbie Vera. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of ways to go. A lot of ways to go. Uh, but we're going to take a little break. We're going to be right back with more Troubled Waters. Hey, Sydney, you're a physician and the co-host of Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine, right? That's true, Justin. Is it true that our medical history podcast is just as good as a visit to your primary care physician? No, Justin, that is absolutely not true. Uh, However, our podcast is funny and interesting and a great way to learn about the medical misdeeds of the past, as well as some current not-so-legit healthcare fads. So you're saying that by listening to our podcast, people will feel better. Sure. And isn't that the same reason that you go to the doctor? Well, uh, you could say that, but... And our podcast is free? Yes, it is free. You heard it here first, folks. Sawbones, Meryl Tour of Misguided Medicine, right here on Maximum Fun. Just as good as going to the doctor. No, no, no. Still not just as good as going to the doctor, but but pretty good. It's up there. Hello, Fresh. Hello, Fresh. Fresh produce, quality proteins, plans for any lifestyle, even yours. It's no wonder why Hello, Fresh is America's number one meal kit. And it is summertime. It is peak summer. That means it's peak summer produce time. HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks produce-wise all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days. So you can taste that quality. You can make your home the hangout place this summer. Crowd-pleasing foods. A backyard bratwurst bar. Some key lime pie. HelloFresh Market makes summer entertaining an absolute cinch. And HelloFresh offers more than just delicious dinners. It is now easier than ever to skip that extra grocery store run by adding snacks and sides, and more to your weekly order. Shop HelloFresh Market and take your pick from a curated selection of over 100 items. That is a lot. I love using HelloFresh. I've picked up so many, like, little fun kitchen tricks and fun little little sides and sauces that, uh, that people think I made up on my own. I did not. I plagiarized HelloFresh. Please don't tell them. Go to HelloFresh.com slash TroubledWaters and use code TroubledWaters50 for 50% off plus free shipping. That is HelloFresh.com slash TroubledWaters50 and use the code TroubledWaters50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Well, hello and welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am Dave Holmes. I am hosting this show. With us are Dan McCoy and Jessica Linverdi. They are playing this show. The next round is called Toys or Bombs. So for this game, I want you to imagine it is Christmas morning or your birthday Mm -hmm. or whatever day you celebrate where you wake up and you uh, get gifts. Mm -hmm. You got a big old spread of boxes right in front of you, a whole bunch of them, just ready to be unwrapped. But here is the problem. We forgot to put tags on them. Oh, Oh. boy. Oh, God. (laughs) So we can't remember which boxes contain your gifts and which boxes contain explosives. What? What? A- quandary. So we're going to go back and forth. You will each get a chance to guess if the box right in front of you is a toy or an explosive. Mm. It's a guessing game. It's pure luck. And our writers completely randomized the answers, so there is not even a discernible pattern. If you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, you feel bad and you don't quite know why. Or you Uh, blow up. 
Or you, or you, you can kind of blow, you figuratively blow up, but it'll be one of those like fun kind of old, you know, like Daffy Duck ones where it's like your beak is on top of your head, but you just can't yeah. put it right back on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, we will give you a chance to grab some bonus points after you hear the answer. You'll be prompted to share a personal fact or story about your life. If you've got something good, I'll give you a point. Or if I feel like it, maybe, maybe more than one. We'll see how I feel. Dan, you're going to go first and then we'll go back and forth from there. Okay. Dan. What do you think is in this box in front of you? A toy or a bomb? Uh, you know what? This is the first present on Christmas morning. I got to just open it. I'm going to say it's a toy. Okay. Does he get those wonderful toys? That was the that was uh, Jack Nicholson as the Joker in 1989's Batman. Same mm-hmm. years. We didn't start the fire. Yeah. We would never have imagined how many more goddamn Batman movies there would have been between then and now. We just couldn't have. And Joker ones too. Goddamn. Uh, okay, Dan, for a bonus point, tell us about a time you were envious of a toy that you did not get. Um, does it count if I got it way later? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a mm-hmm. friend, there's a friend on the street that I grew up with. Uh, uh sorry, the street where I grew up, there, I had a friend. <laughs> Is a better <laughs> way. I grew up with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, we were, I guess I was friends with the street. Why not? You know, it, it, yeah. it served me well. Uh, I, I liked him. He was a nice man. He was very sporty, which I was not. Uh, so whenever I was hanging out with him, I would really wish mostly that we would play with his Nintendo Entertainment System mm. and not be doing something sporty, but instead do our version of something sporty, build Excite Bike tracks, and then play Excite Bike on said tracks. Ooh. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a point for that. No, wait, hold on. You were how old? Uh, 10, I would say, okay. around then. And this was a man? You no, did say no, he was a good no. man. I had the he same question. You kid. said he was a good man. Good uh, man. Well, now he's a man, you know. Well, mm. sure. Uh, but at the time, he was a boy. Yeah, Nathan, if you're okay. out there, hi. I feel I feel. So, like, you didn't like <laughs> yeah. him at the time, even though he didn't deserve it. Am I mm-hmm. understanding that? No, 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 no. I liked, I liked him. I just, uh, <laughs> he... He also wanted to go outside and run around and sweat, which was something I had no interest in. Yeah, screw that. Mm, yeah, that's no fun. That's no fun at all. I had like I grew up with a kid who had MTV like a couple years before we did, and that's all I wanted to do was be at his house and just sit an inch in front of the television and watch it. And uh, and he would you know let me do that a lot, but then he got an Intellivision, and all he wanted to do was play Intellivision. And that was the worst of the game systems, we can all agree, right? <laughs> he would lose the thing they had to like slide into the controller to make each controller like oh game goodness. specific. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Uh, all right, Jessica, the next one is for you. Toy or bomb? Bomb. It's a bomb. It's a bomb, you think. Okay, let's hear. It's nice to meet you, Katie. Do you want to hang out? Oh, no, that was a toy. That was the toy called Megan from the movie Megan. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah. She was a toy, toy. Or was she, she was the bomb? <laughs> she did blow things up in a way, in a, in a way she was an explosive device, but she was mainly a toy. She was yeah, intended yeah, yeah. to be a toy. Fair, fair. Uh, What's our points but, at right now? I want to know how hard I have to work for this point. Um, you know? are- uh, Losing? Yeah, you're losing. You're like four okay, behind. Great. great. So how about a time a toy really scared you? Oh my God. <laughs> um <laughs> Okay, I feel like there's been a time where I walked into a room and didn't realize that a mannequin was in there. That's not a toy. I'm just making up no, something. For some, it could be, I suppose. Um, or, or or maybe the time um, 
my sex toy was on when it shouldn't have been. I'm again, I'm making that up. I don't. Oh. That would have been scary, you know. Like, why is it? Why is something making a noise in the drawer? But that's not. Yeah. That wasn't a real story. Yeah, I'm I'm scary. trying to like uh, vamp until I find a, a toy that scared me. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, no, I don't. You know what? Fuck that! I don't get scared about toys. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. You know what? I like your attitude. I'm going to give you a point anyway. Thanks so much. Did not play. All right. Uh, Dan, we're back to you. Bomb or toy? Uh, bomb. Okay, let's hear it. While you were still learning how to spell your name, I was being trained to conquer galaxies. No, t- turn it off. Turn it off. That, of course, was John Travolta as Plop or Zaz or whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, in Battlefield Earth. One of the most notorious bombs, bombs of all time. Bomb. Dan, for a bonus point. Oh, wait. Yeah, you did get you got that right. But for a bonus point, what is a famous cinematic flop that you honestly love and think is unfairly maligned in our culture? Uh, there's a movie called Doomsday that came out. Neil Marshall made it. He made uh, Dog Soldiers early in his career. Then he made The Descent, which I think is one of the scariest recent horror movies. Oh, boy. And then his career kind of went a little downhill. And one of the reasons, I think, was that Doomsday was not beloved. But it was kind of a mashup of a bunch of... Like, it was ahead of its time in that, like, now everyone wants to do a John Carpenter movie. But this was, Mm -hmm. like, early in the John Carpenter love. And it has... uh, Rona Mitra playing a, a great like action heroine and she goes like through like Mad Max cannibals. It's just it's just fun. It's good good times. And I okay. want to say Battlefield Earth. Just before we recorded, I I I uh wrote Danny Baruela uh at Maximum Fun to say, hey, put this live Battlefield Earth show on the Max Fun member bonus feed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, lo and behold, then I hear Tra- John Travolta is one of the cyclos in my ears uh, because of this show. Okay. So there's a live episode all about Battlefield Earth. Yeah. Were you afraid of angering the Scientologists who notoriously run Los Angeles? <laughs> I think even the Scientologists have written off Battlefield Earth. Okay. I think they know that they That's don't fair. want to be associated with it. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Point to you. Back to you, Jessica. Uh, toy or bomb? One more toy. Jesus. Uh, toy. I'm wrong. Toy. Let's hear it. You guys ever think about dying? The toy. That, of course, is a famous scene from the Barbie trailer. The record that, scratch moment. Yeah, yeah, I do feel good about should. that. Okay. As all right, all right. you should. Uh, okay. So for a bonus point, tell us about a toy that you love that you kind of miss. Oh, shit. I miss, but still have. I miss the version of the doll that I had, that I still have, but now it's in shambles. I have, I had, my first doll was Molly, uh, and she was about my height, and my dog would rip out the eye oh every God. so often, yeah. and my mother would then return the eye, and a magic fairy would fix it, and there would be a note saying, I'm fixed, I love you, I'm Molly. And then I grew up. I, you know, I got a little bit older and taller, and there was another version of Molly as I got bigger 
and that, that like we got for Christmas. I got her for Christmas, and she came with me everywhere. She moved from apartment to apartment. She's fucking disgusting now, and in shambles. <laughs> and her, her stuffing has been pouring out. It's her her cloth her cloth is filthy. So I missed the version that she was because she's because it's going to be so hard to repair. Her. Yeah, but she's oh, with but me she's still all around. the time. Oh, but she is here. But can I just tell you though? I do yes. feel really guilty. She's in a box. I feel like they're like a little part of me, the magic part of me, where she like <laughs> fixed her herself. Yeah. She's dying and suffocating in a box. Yeah, and I'm very upset about that. I'll let her out. Give her some air. God's sake. <laughs> she she smells. <laughs> well, that you can you can you can fix you can wash her. Right? I don't know. She literally is like the the cloth is ripped. It it. it she needs a whole detail, so oh, she doesn't wow. smell, but she's she looks bad. It looks, she looks bad. Like she smells. What, what about yeah. air holes? Have you considered just air holes? <laughs> yeah. I kind of actually love that idea. It would make me feel better. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. Let's get on that today. Let's get on that today. Back to I'm you, Dan. Molly. Back to you, Dan. Toy or bomb? Toy. Toy. Let's hear it. We are sex bombs, and we're here to make you think about death and get sad and stuff. Okay. Bomb, ba-bomb, actually. That was from Scott Pilgrim versus the world, so no point to you, unless you can adequately answer this question. Dan, can you tell us a movie that is both very sexy and very sad? You know what? I'm sure I can, because uh, sexy uh, is something I enjoy, and sad is something I am, but I can't (laughs) think of one right now. I'm letting everyone down. I know this is supposedly. Can I steal his? Yeah, bl- yeah. Right? you sure show, can. Showgirls because show they really, they really, there's boobs. That's sexy in an in and of itself, mm. but it's really sad that yeah. okay. that she tried to do that movie. Yeah, I. You know what? Yeah, I I, I agree with that. the The sex scene this is sad. It's not sex. No, it is very sad. It's very sad. <laughs> flopping all around. Yes. Uh very sad. It's and it's like not even sexy. It's just it's like sexful. You know what I mean? Like it's just Full it's a of lot sex. of sex. Yeah. Yes, totally. There's yeah. nothing that's fap worthy in that. I no. did recently tweet about that movie and that scene exactly because I woke up for no good reason thinking about it, and then Twitter put a warning on it because I used the GIF of her <laughs> of her being flopped around, flopped, wow. housed on the no. <laughs> well, if you if, if you believe Verhoeven, he deliberately like he did not want it to be sex. He wanted to de-sexify all of the nudity and be like. Look, this is all part of one big, um, you know, uh, exchange of money for services. Like whether you're in the big show at uh, that Crystal is doing, or back at the weird place where <laughs> the lady has the dress that falls off if she honks her elbows together or whatever. Lord, but, I feel I feel I've never felt worse for anyone yeah. than I feel for that that woman in that movie. My God. Uh, and just the Paul Verhoeven story, I just rolled my eyes so hard. I, <laughs> I strained my eye muscles. I'm going to need to ice my head after yeah. this. All right. Finally, Jessica, bomb oh. or toy? Toy bomb. or bomb? Bomb. Let's hear bomb. It. You're the great improviser, but this you can't do in your head. Wow. Okay. Uh, I was not aware that. Oppenheimer was like was an yes improviser? and kind of guy. Yeah. 
Hey, we should get him, should get him for our show in Sarasota. Let's go. <laughs> we need a suggestion. Give me a type of uh, explosive that'll uh, like, destroy all life in human. Nine languages. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, was he like a comedy sports guy? What was his deal? Um, for a bonus point, yes, you do get a point for that. Jess, you're a great improviser, but tell us ah. about a time when you just absolutely bombed during a show. Oh my and god! It's it. a happy memory, and yes, this question was written by Riley Silverman. <sighs> Riley's asking this because Riley was in the show when I did this. <laughs> I learned in one fell swoop that failure can be funny, and that I have a speech impediment with the word space. <laughs> oh. I was trying to tell one of my improvisers that their mission had failed, and mm-hmm. I decided to name the mission Space. Mission X. And I was in a room with a hazmat suit that I had, uh, you know, space worked onto myself. I opened different cavities to come into the room because it was quarantine. And as I was saying, Space Mission X, I couldn't say it. Space Mission X. Space Mission it kept on coming out yeah. of my mouth. And I was like a broken RoboCop doll when you used to be able to press the button. And instead of going to the <laughs> next sound, you could just do RoboCop, ro- ro- RoboCop, ro- And I was trying to refix the sentence over and over. So I kept on saying, Space, Space, Space. And it was really bad. And then I realized, oh, I'm wearing a hazmat suit. I could pretend that it's fogged up in my mouth. And that's why I can't say the word. So I pulled my arm fake, you know, through the hazmat arm and wiped off the fog of the hazmat suit. This is all space work. It was brilliant. And went to say the sentence again and said space mission X. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Where was this? This was at Impro Theater in Los Feliz uh, with my improv group, Ripley Improv. And to everyone's credit, including Riley's during that show, that became the thing that became the game where now our the mission had gone so poorly that no one could say it certain words <laughs> properly. But now I also know I need to slow the fuck down when I say space and yeah. mission, you know? Yeah. There we They're go. hard to say together. They're hard to space say together. Mission. Wow. Yeah. This reminds Thanks, me Riley. of um the of one of the very few moments when Twitter was good. I forget who it was tweeted that if you want to say Spice Girls like a Scottish person, say Space Ghettos. Do it. Space Ghettos. Space Ghettos. Oh, okay, how about this? I'm, I got one more do it. for Dan, you. Dan, do it. If you want... Oh. Space Ghettos. Space Ghettos. Space Ghettos. Yeah. Skittles? It works. Ghettos, Space Ghettos. I think. Skittles. Jessica, well, one, you one more I'm going to give you is if you want to get drop into an Irish accent, say the word chairs. Uh-huh. And it's like you're cheersing. So chairs. 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 I love it. All right, there is one more for each of you. I thought it was over, but I was wrong. Shit. <laughs> like Oppenheimer and probably Barbie. It's going to go on a little bit longer than you want it to. Okay. Uh, number seven is for Dan. Uh, toy or bomb? Bomb. Let's hear it. Coin operated boy sitting on the shelf. He is just a toy. That is a toy. Coin operated boy by Dresden Dolls. Uh, Dan, for a bonus point, can you think of a non-sex toy that seemed a little too dirty that it had any right being? I mean, I think that this was an ironic uh, uh, toy to some degree in the sense that, uh, you know, they probably had merchandised everything else and they're like, let's just do this one. Uh, But I gave my friend and co-host of the Flophouse, Elliot Kalin, when we were both working together at the Daily Show, I presented him with a action figure of the meat from Rocky, uh, as yeah. in 
the side of beef. The meat that he, yeah, the meat that he out. beat. In fact, mm-hmm. um, ah. and uh, so one can, I assume, uh, take out your rocky uh, and beat the meat at home if you want to sure. with your playset. Sure. Okay. All right. I don't feel yeah, good about gross. anything I just said, but yeah, I don't I, either. But I'm gonna give you. A point I was asked because so. you did what I asked you to do. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Finally, Jessica. I, seriously, toy, toy or bomb? It's gonna be a bum. A bum? I'm a bum. <laughs> we agree. But you think it's going to be a bum? Thanks. I do okay, think it's going to be a bum also. That's her. Right, right, right. Well, you know, I think you look great, man. And I think I'm looking like the money, like the bomb. Right? All right stop. Bomb! That was from Swingers. The movie that created the domino effect that led to both the Marvel Cinematic Universe and oh, Disney's sure. live-action remakes. John Favreau behind both the first Iron Man and the uh, Jungle Book. Uh, and the movie kind of holds up. Okay. And because we have uh, made you go to dark places uh, in uh-huh. that uh, last round, let's end on a positive. Tell us about a time when you were feeling like money, like the bomb. Oh, Yeah, dang. when you were really feeling yourself. <sighs> Shit. Um, nothing feels better than like, you can afford to get your nails done. You can yeah. afford to get your hair done. Sure. You actually just got a new outfit. And I probably was so dumb bomb at the 2019 Comic-Con that I, I annoyed people because I was <laughs> on fleek and I thought oh. I was the shit. Yeah. And I had outfits for every, like actually that entire year. Every I went to Sundance and had a brand new outfit for each day. I went to Comic Con and had a brand. New, I was a little too much. I was making Best Buy voiceover money, and I was <laughs> untouchable. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Almost didn't get a point because of saying fleek, but I am going to give you a point. I was doing it because of how annoying I knew I was. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't Dave, care just, I just about the like motivation behind it, Jessica. My men and my therapist is going to have a lot care. to talk about. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. I. I, I it's just, it happened. It happened. You could take the, it from me. It would make me feel happened. better if you took it. No, I'm not going okay, to. Okay, I'm not fine, going to. fine. I'm not going to because the rest fine. of it was delightful. <laughs> Thank you. I like the adversarial relationship you have as a host with the contestants. Yeah. I yeah. really enjoy don't it. Fucking, don't fucking, don't push angry me. Angry Don't push me. I'm close to the all my triggers right now. I'm trying not to lose my head. Uh, Jessica, you have pulled out into the lead at the end of that round. You have 15. Dan and Barbie, you have 14. Oh, no. Mm, Boy. is there gonna be? I thought was there gonna be about like some trash talk there? Almost no. I was gonna. gonna I was thanking him for letting me come ahead, and (laughs) then I realized I shouldn't be uh, that deprecative. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And also, fuck you, Dan. I'm so good. There it is. <laughs> You're also, fleeking. fuck you, Dave. For t- You're fleaking out. Hey, watch your I'm sorry. mouth. I'm watch sorry. your mouth. I got a pen here. I can take points away. I don't know whether I can curse or not, so I'm just going for it. Of course you can it. curse. Thank of course you, you can curse. Thank Absolutely you. you can curse. Thanks. I mean, can you say fuck you to the host? No, but no. you can curse. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a little break. We're going to take a little break. We're going to wash our mouths out with soap. <laughs> we'll be back. After this, hi. 
Hi, I'm Alex Schmidt. And I'm Katie Golden. And we make Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, a podcast about why seemingly ordinary stuff is actually the title of the podcast. Using tons of research, we take a joyful look at history and science and stories. And jokes. About the ordinary stuff in your life, because that's what makes those things amazing. Also jokes. So get excited about paper clips. Get thrilled about pigeons. Get all psyched up and running around the room about the imperial system of weights and measurements. For real, there's whole episodes about that stuff. Hear them anytime and hear new episodes Mondays at MaximumFun.org. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us are your players, Dan McCoy, Jessica Linverdi. It is now time for a game we are calling History's Greatest Tie-Ins. So, of course, memes aplenty, hastily made t-shirts, celebrating Barbenheimer. I have a, oh boy, Christian Duenas, our producer, is wearing a Barbieheimer t-shirt. It's, it's officially played out. <laughs> I knew Christian would be the one to play it out, and he sure did. Anyway, why does this only have to be a meme? Surely the emotional investment people have in Barbenheimer, or in whatever Twitter replacement we're doing by the time this drops, shows that there is a true market for Hollywood to combine some of history's darkest moments with some kid-friendly toy tie-ins. So, this is where you come in. We're going to assign each of you a pair of historical stories and a popular brand of toys. You will each have two minutes to pitch us the movie idea that combines them in a way that is triumphant and winning. Uh, We are not looking for historical accuracy. If you think I'm going to check your facts, you're absolutely wrong. This is Hollywood. We just want to put kids and history nerds butts in seats at the same time. What I want to hear is your commitment to the pitch, your level of enthusiasm for it. I want you to sell it to me in the room. I'll be judging on passion, panache, profit, predictions. Uh, And um, let's get into it. Dan, I'll have you go first. I want you to pitch me the movie mashup of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe with the 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis, the closest the U.S. and the Soviet Union ever got to nuclear conflict. And that's literally all I know about it. So you can make whatever up you feel like. You have two minutes and they start now. Okay, so He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, the thing about that is that it sort of combines fantasy, uh, high fantasy barbarian stuff with like space stuff. So Ghettos? Space ghettos? Yeah, I propose that in this film, uh, He-Man realizes that the Earth has become a great threat uh, to his, uh, his, 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 his living, his living. <laughs> that's how you say it. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a normal word that people use, uh, because of their recent nuclear powers. So he gets a truce with Skeletor, Skeletor and that's He-Man come down together to secretly advise John F. Kennedy, uh, about the crisis. Skeletor, of course, um, is there to sort of, uh, uh, give the now this is you know like look we we can't vilify other countries but this is true to the time period vilifying the communists so Skeletor is there to provide insight into their evil communist minds mm. you know so uh, again again they're I'm sure uh, uh, fine people who have been misled by bad leadership 
Um, sure. uh, <laughs> what am I saying? Uh, I'm not good at this. This is my job. I am a, a writer, no, no, ostensibly. And good. Um, good. Um, it turns out that this doesn't work. So uh, He-Man, disguised as Marilyn Monroe, uh, convinces JFK to take a very uh, the, the attack that he does in history to avert the crisis, and um, and he, he Man and Skeletor return to their planets to engage in their own war, having learned nothing, nothing wow. from the experience. Oh, what wow. a sweet ending! I love the imagery of He Man <laughs> yeah. being Marilyn Monroe. I love it so much. Oh man, that was fantastic. Ugh. Yeah, that was that was good stuff. Okay, I would I would I would see that film. Five points to you for that pitch. We are going to talk about it internally, and we're going to get right back to you, uh, Jessica. It is now Ooh. your turn. You must combine the 1994 Northridge earthquake with the Magic Eight Ball. Give me the movie that combines them. You have two minutes to do it. Shake it up. All signs point to your time starts now. I want to put you in the mindset of a 11-year-old where nothing's scarier than the unknown. Nothing's scarier than the dark. Nothing's scarier than the time when you shake that eight ball and you don't know what answer you're going to get. You go to bed at night and you think, I'm just going to enjoy my Martin Luther King Day. And you wake up at four o'clock in the morning instead. Actually, if you were me, you don't even wake up until you're outside and it's it's scary, but there are stars. There's so many stars in the sky because all of Los Angeles is dark because the world has been rocked. Just like the eight ball has rocked your world based on the answer. I'm getting there. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So I posit this to you. You're hanging out with your family. Someone's like, hey, ask, ask if we're going to have a nice day tomorrow. And just as you turn... The eight ball, the earthquake happens because it could, it could, you just create an alternative universe because you shook the eight ball. Maybe there's a world where if I didn't shake the eight ball, the earthquake didn't happen. It's all my fault because I, I needed to get the answer as to whether Danny liked me. Danny doesn't like me, you know, I, I'll, unsure, ask later. <laughs> no earthquake. <laughs> I, I don't need any more time that's well, it well but you have it you have okay, it I great. mean we do okay. we do have this conference room for about another minute okay great so you then so then um you instead of also also you sell the eight ball you sell like a sell the um the five the five freeway and you press seconds. a button and it and it falls apart you know, like you, oh. like you, it like returns. It's like you're at the Universal Studios. You know, when you're like in the earthquake set. There you go. You're welcome. Wow, <laughs> you're welcome. I love that you ended up pitch with your welcome. That yeah. shows moxie. That shows that you truly are still flaking. Yeah, thank um, you. Yeah, that was that that you've got leftover flake from 2019, and it shows. I was so confident, um, and then that all got shook like April yeah, does. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was. I will tell you, it was a little bit of an unfocused pitch, Thanks. but it was compelling throughout. Uh, we are definitely going to have a meeting internally. We're talking to our uh, director of development next week, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna get right back to you on that. We do not validate for parking, though. So if you validate, ah, it is uh, I know what that eleven dollars for uh, each fifteen minutes or fraction thereof. So um, so you should probably actually get out to your car. Uh, you get four points for that. Let me just. That's fair. That's fair. <sighs> I'll be damned. 
It's a summer miracle. It's a summer movie season miracle. It's a tie between no Barbie f- and Oppenheimer. No fucking way. Heimer Barbie. Wow. Oppen Barbie. Barbie Barbie Oppen. It's you do it. Go see them both. Two Maybe not tapes. necessarily on the same day. That's an awful gonna, lot of time to I'm spend in the movie theater. I'm going to air a grievance. I'm going to air a grievance. What? I think this happened last time I was here that there was a tie, and y'all don't do tiebreakers, and I can't no, we sleep don't. tonight. Well, that's not Thanks. my problem. I'm just airing it. That's all. Okay. All right. Cool. Glad. I'm. I'm. I'm happy to hear it. You didn't we, even want that, but here it goes. I, yeah, I don't okay. like it. We Listen. can meet for a duel later to Great. to settle this. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You can. Uh, there, we do have a, a wrestling ring in the backyard. Yeah, a fight we'll, club. Uh, we'll, yeah, there you go. Here's the thing. We are getting so much money from both of these major motion picture studios to promote their films. Their under-promoted films, Barbie and Oppenheimer, that it was part of an agreement that we made with both of those studios. I don't know which ones they are. Mattel is probably one of them. Now we it was It was decided a long time ago that it was going to be a tie. So that means I get paid for this, right? Yes, of course you do. Okay, of course you do. Absolutely. We will need your W9. Let me know if uh, (laughs) if there's a loan out. Uh, Okay. It is now time for plugs. Let us know what you're working on. And then to offset the ego karma, tell us about something someone else made that you want the world to know about. Jessica, we'll start with you. Oh, wow. I wasn't ready for that. Uh, well, I'm gonna th- I, no, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. We're going to be fine. Um, well, so I have my own little podcast company, JLV Podcasts, and I am producing a show called Silver and Sensational for the boomers out there that are very never heard from at oh, all yeah. about anything. At and last, also, no, <laughs> I know, right? No two gays about it, which actually I really am proud of this one, too, because it's for the gay man over 50. Oh. And it's giving voice to that dude, which I'm it. proud of. Yeah, but also like my little heartthrob place is the podcast of the rings where me and my boyfriend or our new co-host uh, Ben Goddard get to talk about whatever we want to when it comes to Lord of the Rings at right. any given time. I love it. Yeah, love it. so much right. fun. Last now, time so, I talked so much- about my friend Scott and his book. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just going to say it again. His book, because babies are always getting born. Um, he wrote a book called Naming Your Little Geek. And if you wanted to make, like, basically, it's a good cross-reference book. If you wanted to make sure that your child isn't going to be named after, like, a villain from your favorite comic or something, or like, oh, where where are all the Bens from? You're going to look at that book to make sure that you want your child to be named Ben. I see. I see. good one. Scott Rubin. Yeah, smart. Nice. Dan, how about you? Well, uh, I am not writing anything currently as we all know the the writer's guild is on strike so i can pretend that my unemployment is a a moral choice that is being made uh rather than a pre-existing condition but i do have the Mm -hmm. flop house podcast uh and we are doing a series of uh streaming uh video shows one every month from august through january and if you go to theflophouse.simpletix.com, there's a list of all the movies. There's details if people are interested. Um, so that should be fun. And I will promote for my friends, Jeff and Phoebe just opened a store in Astoria, Queens called the Museum of Nostalgia. That is a vintage toy store. They had their own home overflowing with toys and they decided to start up their store and it has like a little room. It has, you know, stuff you can buy, but then it has the museum parts. There's kind of like a room that's set up like an old rec room and it has a bunch of uh, rarer, odder things in there. It's a lot of fun. There, I When Audrey and I went up to the grand opening, we kept asking 
them to make change quarters so we could get little toys from the acorn toy machines that they have. Um, but it's a, it's a great store called the museum of nostalgia. Wow. I'm coming to New York next week and I'm going right there. Very cool. Thank you, Dan, for that. Uh, I am Dave Holmes. I host a podcast called Troubled Waters on the Maximum Fun Network. Listen to it on whatever podcast uh, app you are listening to it on now because you're listening to it. Um, and I would like to plug uh, a book called The She Series by Karen Hallian. And I want to promote that because it contains writing from our own Riley Silverman. And when there's Riley Silverman writing out in the world, what you do is you buy it and you fucking read it. Um, it is a collection of artwork and essays featuring important women throughout history. Riley uh, has written about Lucille Ball and Marsha P. Johnson. So get it. The She Series from Karen Hallian. All right. Jessica Linverdi, Dan McCoy, thank you for playing Troubled Waters. And you there with the headphones. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next time on Troubled Waters. Bar bye, bye, bye. Barbenheimer, bye. Bar Oppenheimer. See you later. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing work. Jessica Lynn Verdi, make a noise. Yo. Dan McCoy. <laughs> Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts, and our producers are Christian Duenas. Woo! And Laura Swisher. Happy Barbie to you. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows, supported directly by you.